ready to get and stay fit? Welcome to Fit, Positive, Confident with Dr. Gordon, where the focus is on your whole person health, physical, mental, and spiritual. Because your health can be affected by so many factors, Dr. G covers a range of topics in this program, from eating healthy to world-shaping events. So relax and enjoy the show. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the studio. Fit, Positive, Confident here. In the studio today, we have Kyle Galloway, and Kyle, welcome to the show. Oh, you know how much I enjoy being here, man. Thanks. Thanks, as always, for having me. Everything going okay with you? Yeah, everything's going really well for us, um, you know. School is doing good? Yeah, school's doing good. We, uh, you know, running a martial arts school during the years of COVID was uh, very interesting, but uh, within the last couple of months, I feel like everything is... Like really 100% completely and utterly back to normal. Just, uh, you know, back to kind of where we were before COVID and, um, you know, just... Uh, just uh, yeah, getting it's, back it's, into the... It's like COVID's a memory at this point kind of a deal. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what's the... Uh, when, when you're looking at your students, uh, do you see any changes before or after COVID that things kids attitude i mean back to normal more or less uh yeah uh funny thing is this week as we're uh as we're recording this episode we're actually doing uh pretty major testing in our school for all of our students um this is uh this is 14 years ago we opened up and this was the first test we did so this is kind of like the beginning of the year for us in our school. And so this one's one of our big tests. And we got people going for, uh, I got one young lady going for fourth degree. I got one going for third degree. Uh, we got, a, you know, everybody else testing up and down. And my wife and I were actually talking. So we finished up kind of the pre-testing stuff uh, last night. And then we're going into the final testing uh, tonight tomorrow and Saturday for for all the students and my wife and I were talking about it and that was kind of the the statement I made of like really feeling like COVID is is kind of in the past was the uh, seeing our students kind of back um, attitude wise like everything you just just said because you know uh, our teenagers were the ones that seemed to uh, have the biggest kind of change during the COVID years, um, it was like everybody became an introvert and um, it developed social anxiety. So, you know, and it wasn't just our school. Um, you know, I do a lot of work in elementary schools. I do a lot of work with other martial arts schools going in teaching seminars and, and different things like that and um, spoke to all of them about that as well. And they all kind of agreed that, you know, a lot of the teenagers really – uh, seemed to struggle, gained a little bit of an anxiety issue through COVID. Um, you know, really, really kind of like even the super extroverted kids really um, kind of turned in on themselves. And uh, and then the younger kids, we actually uh, have seen kind of a maturity drop in a lot of the younger kids. So um, I was talking to an elementary gym teacher. I was doing a fundraising after school program for him. I mean, we were talking about, like, first graders' maturity now are what kindergartners were 
before COVID and kindergartners now are what preschool was before. So there was like a one to two maturity level drop um, in all of the kind of the adolescent kids. So that's been really, really interesting. Why, why is that? You know, I don't really, none of us really understand it. Uh, we you, all see it. We all recognize everybody it. everybody is becoming more immature. Well, it more so has been the... I wonder about the adults. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> we all see what happens in the news with these adults out there, right? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I wish I could explain it. I, you know, uh, like a lot of the... A lot of the kindergartners, first graders, preschoolers, I mean, these are a lot of the kids that, that began school uh, during the middle of, of lockdown and, you know, or so very much online, very much, you know, kind of um, not the normal, like in class, in person, that kind of thing. And I don't know if that is the major cause. I don't know if that is just a piece of the puzzle or kind of what what the scenario was, but... Um, Basically, you're saying that the way we interact, individual interacts with society affects that individual's behavior and psyche and maturity level. And well, yeah, I mean, that that's something that I believe wholeheartedly in, and, and there's a lot of anthropologists that speak of, you know, the, the success of human beings is our ability to cooperate. You know, that's really what allowed us to become the dominant species on the planet. And, you know, and again, these are not my words. These are, you know, people that study, you know, human history. And it was our ability to create a community and to work together to achieve the things that we needed to achieve. And, and you know, that's what grew into societies and cities and, and you know, kind of what our our world is today. And, you know, that was when that doesn't happen. And, and I tell people, you know, we're still not at the point of it, but I'm really, really excited for, you know, like 10 years from now, when we really start getting a lot of the, the, you know, scientists and psychologists and sociologists and, and, you know, all these different ologies out there to, you know, really be dissecting, you know, just what we went through with COVID and what the results were and what were the psychological aspects of it. And, and you know, and, and again, you know, it was something that we needed to do to kind of protect um, everybody at the time. And then, but, you know, all, acts, all actions have consequence. You know, there's always something that comes from those. So, you know, that's, that's really where my head goes. And I'm very curious about kind of what those are. And uh, going back to your original question, uh, this week, you know, we have really seen particularly our older students um, really kind of back to normal. Uh, their energy level in class, their effort, their enthusiasm, their their willingness to put themselves out there and, and you know, really, really go for it with passion. Uh, these were all things that that we've been working very hard to rebuild uh, ever since, you know, coming out of COVID. And uh, we really feel like we've kind of gotten back to that. So, Well, good news is uh, Joe Biden is beginning to wear a mask again. Seriously? Yeah. His what? wife got uh, sick with COVID again. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we are in September after Labor Day. Yeah. 
So interesting. I'm not. They, I'm just saying that for people who are listening, we're not repeating a show from two years ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> Labor Day, 2023. Right? Yeah. No, that. Uh, so I, yeah. I, I hope. Well, and that's carrying you now. <laughs> no, no. I mean, and that's the thing too. You know, it's still something that, you know, I mean. Anybody that's been listening well, to this white, show Well, the White House is beginning it, to wear a mask again, you know. And yeah, I mean, COVID's not gone, right? Like, COVID's still around. COVID's well, still running rampant. Well, they say that last week was uh, 15,000 people got hospitalized across the country for COVID. Yeah, you know, and that's... Um, but I'm assuming it's not as bad as it was when people were literally... We had two, three, four thousand people dying per day at one point. Right, and that's, you know, it... <clears throat> The sickness is still there, but the 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 pandemic aspect, you know, that um, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, everything I've read is, you know, now that there, everything that's been done over the last couple of years, and and I mean, you know, uh, again, this isn't something that I'm super knowledgeable about, but you know, I've I've come across many articles that were talking about, you know, the Spanish flu, the last pandemic that we had in 1918, um, you know, that was you know, killing tons and tons and tons of people um, is now what we call the flu. So, right, right, you know, right. so, I mean, when we get these kinds of sicknesses, they, you know, we eventually are able to handle them. It's when they're brand new that, you know, the body has never encountered it before. Human right, beings have right, never right. seen it. We don't have the treatments. So, you know, it is well, still there. I mean, I but, had COVID when it came. I got tested yeah. positive, you know, but uh, it was mild. I barely felt anything. But I was positive for three right. or four days, you know, and then it went away. So I'm assuming everybody like that, you know, who's gone through that, they develop some sort of immunity, you know. Right. And that's... Um, so now when it comes around the second, third time, you know, I mean, if your immunity is still pretty good and you have a little bit of antibodies saved from before and your body remembers everything, you know. Right. They say that our body's our DNA remembers eight generations back, you know. Oh, that's an interesting statement. Isn't it? And uh, so, yeah, I think, wow, anyways. Well, and it's, when you mentioned the Joe Biden situation, um, my wife and I, we actually were just uh, turned on the TV, like, we got a new TV not long ago, and it uh, it does do regular channels, and uh, and when we popped it on, there was an advertisement for the Excelsior Pass in New York that you can't go to New York without your vaccine card being up to date and we're like is wow. this an old commercial but so kind of piqued my interest let's uh, come back after the break and go deeper into it <laughs> well welcome back um, Kyle is in the studio Galloway Kyle Galloway success martial arts that ninja is his website. Um, I see you as an impartial, impartial person, you know. So I kind of wanna uh, wanted to um, talk to you about this whole COVID thing, you know. The way things are going right now, and we we are now after Labor Day 2023, you know. When I follow the social media and the news and whatnot, I see um, I see this uh, this uh, this whole movement on the right, you know. Of the on the right of the political spectrum, you know, and they're all saying that uh, COVID, 
the, the, the mandates are coming back and masks are coming back and all of our freedoms are going to be affected mm. and we're not going to be able to move without a vaccine passport. And just, you know, and, and some of these outlets and some of these people, you know, talking heads, they'll just go to the extreme, extreme, extremes. You know, I mean, they'll bring right. up Trudeau in Canada and the truckers and, you know, how the money was blocked from their accounts. And, I mean, all of these stories are legitimate. You know, it yeah. did happen. You right, know. yeah. It did happen. I mean, we had countries that were totally un- in Italy. You couldn't walk out on the street. Yeah. You were not allowed to go out on the street. Yeah, I have a friend that um, has a lot of family back in France and uh, and – he was talking to a cousin out there, and it was very similar. They were not allowed out of out of their house, and and like they were all. Um, his cousin was saying that their grocery times were scheduled, and it was the only time that you could go if you missed your grocery time. You like you weren't allowed See, I, I to make up for up it until it. a week later, and you know different things of that nature. That it was it was very like you know if you were out on the streets, cops would pull you over pretty quickly to just double check your. They they apparently were given like paperwork or emailed something or I don't I don't remember exactly how it worked but yeah you had to have basically like like what? when you were in school and you needed like the the hall pass to go to the restroom and the hall monitors would stop you and be like Let well me see they, your pass. And, and we're talking about EU we're talking about yeah. European countries we're not talking about China we know what it was in China we saw right. the videos where. Apartment building doors were shut down, so right. people couldn't Blockaded, get out. Blockaded, so know. they couldn't get out. Mm. But this happening in EU, and EU is, you know, becoming more and more like China in in, in that regard. You know, totally. I could not see myself uh, obeying those kinds of laws if that happened here in the United States, because if I want to go out walk in the park, that's my business. You know, right? I see. You know, some of those kinds of things go on, and and I I always was curious, like how that would fly in America. Just, I mean, America is a country that, that is so much, I mean, even, even some of the ones that were, you know, much more on the, we got to listen to the science and follow the rules and, and like, you know, those, those kinds of people, um, like if our freedom was violated to that degree, would they rise up? Would they, you know, would they no longer sing that same tune? Um, and to me, it was kind of an interesting social experiment. So, like earlier, I was very, very curious. You know, when the when the dust settles and the political aspect of COVID disappears, and and we can actually finally talk about it openly, like what are the findings going to be? And you know, and it was, it was, you know, it like the the political division of it is what made everybody choose sides. And that was something that I really disliked about the whole scenario of, you know, of the COVID situation was that, you know, you were either on this side or that side. And, you know, that that one was obnoxious. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's... Um, yeah, so, I, I wonder, you know, if it does... I mean, now they're talking about everybody in the White House is wearing a mask again and you know, these people on the right are freaking out that, you know, all of a sudden we're all going to be locked in like they were in France and Italy and Germany and so on, you know. And I'm, I personally, I don't see it. I, you know, I see, I don't see that this country is a fertile ground for such stuff. I think I everybody's either. so pissed off, you know, 
about what happened the last time around, I don't think anybody would follow any of those rules anymore. No, I don't. And kind of where my martial arts school is located in Colorado was um, one of the areas that was the most like follow the rules kind of area. Um, And I mean, we had to, you know, we had to really follow restrictions because A, we didn't, you know, want to get any kind of extra fines or anything. Um, We wanted to protect people. We wanted to stay safe. But it also, you know, like our student base would not have accepted if we just kind of threw caution to the wind and just went back to normal. Um, And they they were all very, very much on like following the mask orders and the limitations of people and, and I mean, 100% on board with whatever the regulations were. But I've spoken to a lot of the parents since then, and none of the parents in my area would easily go back into a situation like that. They all are like, yeah, no, that, that one's done. <laughs> like, well, so, I, I mean, if right. my area won't, won't just cowtail back into it, I don't know, I don't know what area would. I you know, know I personally would. believe that COVID was serious. I mean, yeah. my, my own mother died from COVID, and I've seen a lot of people die from it. And I believe that it was a serious pandemic. A lot of yeah. people died, you know. Yeah. I also think Absolutely. that the government, uh, Trump included, that they all handled it horribly, you know. agree with that. The message was all over the map, you know. One day, wear a mask. Next day, don't wear a mask. People on the right, they blame Fauci. People on the left, they blame Trump. But they were all together in that government. You know what I mean? Right. And the man at the top, he had the authority to fire Fauci if he wanted to, you know. Yeah. But he could. He didn't know what the heck hell was going on anyways, and he was all over the map himself, you right. know. Oh, I don't want to wear a mask, but yes, I will take a vaccine. Oh, I'm not going to take a booster. Right. Oh, yeah, I just took a booster. You know, come right. on, man. Come give on. a give well, a straight answer once in your life. You know, and... One of the things that I found the most telling of the idiocy of the the political side of it was the vaccine itself. So, you know, the and and not the vaccine, but just the way that so, you know, Trump did the I don't even remember what it was called, you know, Excelsior or something like that. But it was the, you know, the expressed development of the vaccine. Right. And before the 2020 or 20 what 2022 election um or you know Biden and and him right are going after it and all of the democrats are like well, I wouldn't trust that vaccine and right, 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 you know right. la 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 they developed it too fast and and all the republicans were like oh this was you know Trump and he did it and it's amazing and it's going to save our lives and then as soon as achievement Trump was of the out century. right achievement of the century and then Trump's out Biden's in, and they completely flip flop on the same same vaccine. Like nothing changed about the vaccine, but all of a sudden, like Democrats, it's like holier than now, and Republicans are like, I wouldn't touch that with a twenty foot pole, and like that was the that to me was just an Ill, one of the easiest illustrations of the idiocy throughout the entire situation of just making it political and ruin like just terrible handling so we conclude that people in the government on both sides are idiots you know that that's my general opinion yes okay (laughs) that's a good conclusion i i agree with that i totally wholeheartedly Uh, agree with that let's take a break and come back 
Clyde back in the studio with uh, my good buddy Kyle Galloway, martial arts uh, instructor and an expert, and also somebody who is uh, very, very much devoted to good health and healthy eating and a lot of exercise and just staying in shape and living longer. And I don't know how we ended up discussing the possibility of uh, COVID masks right. and mandates <laughs> and all of that coming back into our lives oh, now, Lord. after I, the Labor Day 23. I know. I, I think it's funny that you have to keep repeating that it is, is after Labor Day 2023 <laughs> right. just because it's like, yeah, we need people to know that we're not, this isn't, you know, 2021. This, or, this is not an right. old show that was recorded two years ago. But, uh, yeah, no, and like I, before one of the last breaks, um, I mentioned that my wife and I saw that commercial for, you know, like the vaccine is your pass to New York was like the tagline of the commercial. It was, and I mean, it's it's a brand new commercial. Like my uh, wife saw how it. How would like, anybody enforce it? If I'm right? driving like, into New York, it's a huge city and million of entry points. But, it, yeah, the way this one makes it sound is that, like, they're checking vaccine passports. and Where? Like, they have the Excelsior, Excelsior Pass or whatever in New York, right? Um, or you got to have your vaccine card uh, to go into restaurants, to go to movies. Like, I mean, it really feels like, you know, 2021-ish of, like, you know. Um, yeah, I went to a concert uh here like two years ago with my one of my oldest sons we went and saw uh primus and we went down to the mission ballroom in downtown denver and you know like we all kind of had to have masks and everything like that and and it was a limited you know concert they didn't sell out the show kind of a deal um and i totally forgot my vaccine pass i didn't even think about it and you know but i mean that's not really anything that we we do here in Colorado anymore, but apparently they're still checking. And I don't know if they're starting to check again or if that's an old commercial or if they never stop checking. I don't know. but Just like a nightmare, isn't it? But, yeah, we were – my wife saw it, like, bef- you know, a couple of weeks ago, and she was telling me about it. She's like, yeah, I totally saw this commercial. They're, they're still doing this. And I was like, that's crazy. And then her and I saw it just the other night, and and she was even asking me, she's like, is this a new commercial, or is this old? Like, what the heck is going on here? Well, it's got to be new if, the, if it's on air. I mean, right? I mean... Why would somebody run an old commercial? you got to pay for it. Well, you never time, know if, with uh, regular old TV these days. Not a lot of people are watching it, so... Oh, okay. You know, I mean, I don't know. You could, your TV could be stuck to, in, in time, time lap from... Three years ago, it, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past it, you know. <laughs> no, I actually, believe. I think there is some to it. I mean, uh, when you are looking at these people in, uh, in especially in Europe, Europe is just disgust me anymore, and I'm from there. Um, but uh, when you look at the World Economic Forum and all of those people, you know, with their agenda of, uh, you know, 15-minute cities, and you're not going to own anything, and you're going to like it, and you're not going to drive a car, and you know, in Europe, in France, right now, they they uh, they have canceled all the uh, flights. That, that if you can get to a city in two and a half hours of driving, you can't fly there anymore. All those flights have been canceled. Really? So they're saying get in your car and drive because supposedly pollution, you know, all of that stuff. But to me, it's max of uh, population control. You know, right? They are, they are telling you what to do and what not to do. You know. Yeah. You, you want to travel somewhere, go with the car. 
you know, you can't get on a plane anymore. Hmm. And this whole idea is just uh, upsetting, you know, upsetting that that there that there is supposedly not not supposedly, but there is a group of people out there who want to control the whole planet to such a degree that. You know, all in the name of uh, we can't, we have to stop the pollution and global warming and CO2 and all of that stuff, you know. And I get that. I mean, I get that we, right? I, I yeah. want to have a clean planet too, you know. But not, uh, not, I don't want you to tell me what kind of a car I'm going to drive and where, when I'm going to go on vacation and, right. you know, how much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want anybody telling me that. Right? Absolutely not, under any circumstances. And I I 100% agree with everything you just said. Like, you know, uh, again, you know, there are things changing in the environment. There is, you know, the, like, I believe global warming is a thing. And then, you know, like all of that, you know, I believe in that. And then there's these extremes that I, in, you know, see going on that I agree. I'm not like, and I don't necessarily understand the the point of it all, right? Like, and, you know, there are certain pieces where it's like, this is what we're doing to curb global warming. But it's, you know, when you actually look at the science of, of what's causing global warming, it's, it has nothing to do with, like, or what they're, they're getting real strict on are very minuscule pieces of the actual glo- global warming piece. And yeah, you have natural, also very much natural phenomena, you know, the sun. You have uh, yeah. agriculture. I mean, you have the burning of the forest. You have a lot of different things. Yeah. You know? My feeling is it shouldn't come uh, from the government. It should come from the technology and science. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Like I'm sitting today, this morning, at the coffee shop, in front of the coffee shop, and the guy drives up in a brand-new Audi. I can't hear the thing. I say, hey, man, what, what's uh, is that an electric car? He goes, yeah, beautiful car, you know, yeah. purely electric. So what's happening there, the science is coming up with something that's better than a gasoline car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just better, easier, you know, and by the time they, you know, you get 800 miles to a charge, uh, you're going to be like, wow, this is a brand new technology, beautiful. I right. want it, you know. Yeah. But I don't want it stuffed down my throat, you know. Right, 100%. And I want to buy it when I want to buy it and when I know it's good for me. Yeah, I was uh, reading an article the other day that was talking about that, and um, and you know, there's all this all this talk about going into electric vehicles, and so you know, even even what Biden's done with some legislation is like, you know, not mandating that we're 100 percent electric or or you know wherever we are, um, but basically just really using more of the incentive style to get us to you know, 60% plus electric vehicles on the road, um, you know, by a certain time frame. And these electric, but there's nothing in there that's about building the infrastructure to be able to actually make an electric vehicle as versatile as a gasoline vehicle, right? And so, you know, this is kind of part of the conversation that's, that's difficult that, you know, most people out there love the electric cars. They are fun to drive. I uh, was talking to a buddy that just got one of those Rivian trucks, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, it was 120 grand that he spent on the Rivian is what he told me. 
but it's this truck and it gets, you know, 300 miles to the gallon and he's, it's got a hydraulic lift on there so he can lift the truck up to from standard to 17 inches taller. So it's like fully set up to go out ro- off road and all this jazz. And I mean, the truck itself, it goes zero to 60 in like 3.2 seconds. Unbelievable. Like it's an unbelievably fast, fun car to drive. It's an advanced vehicle compared and, to the to what right? we can do with gasoline technology. Yeah. And, you know, and his his Rivian truck is about the same size as my wife's Toyota Tacoma. And my Toyota Tacoma does not get zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds. I guarantee you that. No, like no, it. No. And, uh, but. You have to drive a the Corvette. The infrastructure is, right? I don't even know if a Corvette does 3.2 seconds, 0 to 60. Not the gasoline one. Right? Um, and so, but there's not the conversation about the infrastructure that needs to be built. Uh, you know, that that's why, you know, gasoline, you know, gas stations and cars grew together over the last however many years, Right. And so, you know, now you can you can travel all across the country, up into Canada, down into Mexico, and you could drive anywhere. And when your gas tank gets low, you can fill it up. In, right? in five minutes. In five minutes. And, you know, the electric stations, the, the infrastructure is building. And in fact, one of the things they mentioned in this article was one of the bigger geniuses of Tesla wasn't the vehicle or the technology in the vehicle, but actually the infrastructure that the they're building. The infrastructure. And, uh, and they actually just signed a deal, I think it was with Ford, um, to be able to where Ford's electric vehicles could kind of retrofit in and use the Tesla charging stations. And so, you know, once the infrastructure is there... Then like, you can choose better. Then everybody's going to want... Because those electric... I mean... Nobody drives an electric vehicle and is like, ah, oh, that was boring. <laughs> yeah, no, I drove I drove a Tesla. A friend of mine has one, and I was blown away, man. And I right? drove all yeah. kinds of fast cars, but this thing is so incredible. I'm like, I want one. But I don't want it. I want it when it when I can go for seven, 800 miles on a charge. That's right? when I want it. I want it when it's under $40,000. You know, that's yeah. when I want it. Yeah, because right now they're crazy expensive, right? Right, right, right. And this is where what I don't agree with. I think um, the market should decide, not the government. Yeah. Uh, I think government should be stepping into these things. I think market should produce the product, and then if we all like it, we buy it. Why? Because we like it and because it's good. And the same thing with the climate, you know. Right. Anyways, we'll be right back. All right, back in the studio for our last segment with Kyle Galloway. His uh, website is uh, Marshall Success Martial Arts Ninja. Yes, sir. And people can go there and find out more little more about you and the school. And then, if you are in the Denver metro area, you can um, visit his school and uh, you have your kids learn some good stuff. Yeah, not just the skills of martial arts, but also the way of life. Yeah. The a lot of character life, development, life. how to live, how to be, how to be your best. That's that's our main goal. Bruce Lee way of life. Exactly. I saw yesterday the movie about George Foreman. Oh, did you watch that? Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked it. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. I I uh, I saw it came out on Netflix, right? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to watch it. Um, he was just an amazing guy, man, and he still is. Uh, right, he's still alive. 
but a very, very interesting story of his life and how he, he was 40 uh, wins when he lost to Ali. Oh, wow. And then he was 40 and one. Huh. And then he, I think he fought another fight and then he quit for 10 or so years. Came back and won the world, world title all over again at the age of 45. Yeah, I saw previews for that. And there was, like, just even in the previews, there was, like, I didn't realize that he had taken, like, 10 years off in his career. Um, well, maybe even more. Right? Like, I had no idea that that, that actually was, he was the kind of oldest, part of the story. Uh, and the oldest heavyweight champion of the world ever. Really? 45 years of age. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, generally in... in super high combat sports like that, you know, 45 is, is, uh, and ancient, he fought some, you know, top dudes, you know, like him on the Hollyfield and, Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, he, he was something else, that guy, but anyways, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, he seems like, uh, he was a good man and right. Tried to do the right thing. And that's uh, one of the things, uh, you try to teach the kids as well. Yeah, that's that's really what it's about, you know, in our school and and we also everything that we do is trying to give people the confidence and the skills to be able to protect themselves in the world. Um but uh but you know, what I tell people all the time is I've been teaching martial arts professionally for over 20 years now and uh I can still count on one hand how many of my students have actually needed to actually use the skills that we've taught them for uh, you know, any kind of a self-defense situation. But uh, one of the things I always joke around with people because when they find out what I do, uh, one of the first questions that they like to ask is, you know, have I ever had to use my martial arts? And uh, I always tell them, I'm like, yeah, I use, yeah, I, I use them every day. And they always give me kind of a funny look and they're like, you know, a lot of people will actually say, wait, you get in fights like every single day? And I'm like, no, no, I've never really been in a fight. And, uh, you know, but I use the discipline and the respect and the, you know, the focus that I've learned from martial arts. I use that every single day to do everything I do at the best possible level that I can. And they always giggle after that. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I've, I've thankfully never had to use my martial arts to protect myself in, in the streets. I've had situations, but I've always been able to use my, we call it verbal jujitsu. Um, but, uh, I've been able to use my verbal jujitsu to deescalate situations and, and keep them from getting too crazy, too physical. Um, but, uh, but it's always in my back pocket. If I ever need it, then I'm pretty confident in my skills kind of thing. And that's, that's what I, that's what we work on with our kids is, you know, kids, teenagers, adults, um, you know, we help them to develop a higher level of focus and, and discipline in their life so that they can, do better in school, do better at their job, um, you know, set goals for themselves and achieve the things that they want in life. And, and uh, you know, that, that's so it, much it, more valuable. It's, it's all about preparation, isn't it? Yeah, so much. So much is... Uh, I mean, you're preparing for life. Like you said, you know, I, I have these skills. I have not had to use them, but I have them. You know? Yeah. And if, you, if, they ever, uh, if they are ever needed, they're there. Mm-hmm. And they, I think a lot of people are not prepared for a lot of uh, a lot of chaos in their life because uh, they just don't have the skills. You know, something happens, uh, you lose your job, and you don't know uh, you don't know how to do anything else but flip burgers. You're screwed, man. <laughs> right? 
you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it really, really is, like, preparation and everything, right? So, you know, if somebody ever decided to attack me, um, you know, I have trained every scenario that, that I've trained in all kinds of styles. I know what to do and how to do it, you know? Um, and I'm prepared for the situation. That doesn't mean that I'm going to come out on top. I don't know how that situation will will play out, but, you know, I am more prepared for that situation to happen than the average person out there, right? Um, but that same principle applies to, like, financial pieces, right? Like, you know, if most people are not prepared uh, to for a surprise $500 bill to come into their lives, right? Like, if a $500 necessary bill came in this month for most Americans, they would not really be able to handle it because they're not prepared for, uh, you know, a rainy day situation kind of thing. Like It, it applies um, to anything. Right. You could you know? be an 18-year-old yeah. that's about to get kicked out of the house by mom and dad, and you are totally unprepared for life outside of that house. Right. So preparation is something that, and this is, this is why, like, all the conversations that we've had in uh, the years that I've been coming down and doing, doing the interviews with you on this radio show why I study so many other things is it really does come back to what I've learned from martial arts is that preparation for life. And so, you know, when things come around and, and I realize I'm not very knowledgeable in that situation, then it becomes kind of an interest of mine to educate myself as, as you know, much as I can, right? I don't necessarily want to be the world leader, uh, you know, in knowledge of every situation, but I really want to know enough about everything to be able to be prepared if something happens. So I study finances, I study health and nutrition, I study, uh, you know, finances and, you know, politics and this and that and whatever I can get my hands on, because I literally am a student of life, everything I do. And it does, it all comes back to everything I learned as a martial artist was, you know, always be prepared, always know what's going on around you, know your environment, know your situations. And these are the things that, you know, I want to be an expert in our world situations today. Right, 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 right. Well, I think uh, it's better to learn and be prepared than to find yourself in trouble. Kyle, this was an interesting conversation. <laughs> Talk to you next week. All right, see you next week. Bye-bye, folks. Be sure to tune in next time for another unique perspective on your whole person health with your host, Dr. G. And don't forget to share the goodness with friends and family and visit our website at fitpositiveconfident.tv and follow Dr. G on Twitter at Dr. G Fitness. God bless and stay healthy.